0: It's now time for your Sunday edition of Montana at Noon. Let's kick things off with a look at that weather command forecast. Today partly cloudy, highs 30 to 35, west winds 10 to 15 miles per hour. Tonight mostly cloudy in the evening then becoming partly cloudy, lows 10 to 15, southwest winds 5 to 15 miles per hour. Monday partly cloudy, highs 30 to 35, southwest winds 10 to 15 miles per hour. Monday night mostly clear, lows 15 to 20, southwest winds 10 to 15 miles per hour. Tuesday breezy, partly cloudy, highs 35 to 40, southwest winds 10 to 15 miles per hour, increasing to 15 to 25 miles per hour. In the afternoon. Tuesday night, breezy, partly cloudy with a 20% chance of rain and snow, lows around 25. Wednesday, breezy, mostly cloudy with a 30% chance of rain and snow, highs around 40. Wednesday night, colder, partly cloudy, lows 15 to 20. Thanksgiving Day and Thursday night, breezy, mostly cloudy, highs around 40, lows 25 to 30. Friday and Friday night, breezy, partly cloudy, highs 45 to 50, lows 25 to 30. Saturday, breezy, mostly cloudy, highs around 45. Coming up on Montana at Noon, U.S. Senator Steve Daines was recently elected as chairman of the National Republican Senatorial Committee for the 118th Congress, and Thanksgiving costs are up this year. According to the Farm Bureau's 37th annual survey, the cost of a Thanksgiving dinner is up 20%. Let's take a look at some news. An agricultural trend is happening in Montana, according to Paul Niebauer, a local producer, owner of PM Custom Grazing, and board chair for the new meat processing cooperative in Haver. The trend is of farmer and rancher-owned cooperatives. Paul believes that the new co-op opening in Haver is a continuation of that trend. So Montana has a really rich history of cooperative work, especially in the agricultural sector and with our rural electric co-ops. So within Montana, you know that's this is sort of the continuation of a trend and for me personally one of the things that i value most about being a resident and a citizen of the state is how deeply entrenched the cooperative ethic is in our laws and the way that we organize ourselves as a rural community for more information regarding the cooperative opening in haver tune in to saturday and sunday editions of insight The Haver community has the opportunity to all come together as one big family and enjoy a Thanksgiving meal. Debbie Rines, the organizer of the annual Community Thanksgiving Dinner, explains.
1: Community Thanksgiving Dinner is a project that was created about 40 plus years ago. And it's a free Thanksgiving dinner with all the trimmings to all who wish to participate, rich, poor, young, old, singles, couples, and families. And the spirit of this project is to bring our community together as one big extended family to celebrate the Thanksgiving holiday. One of the unique things about this dinner is that we provide delivered meals to the homebound. Typically, we like to see it for people who cannot leave their home due to the weather, due to physical abilities, or whatnot. So we provide those meals. In order to get a meal reserved, they need to call the Hill County Senior Citizen Center. I believe it's North Central Senior Citizen Center at 265 5464 and reserve that meal. Provide the Senior Citizen Center with your number of meals and your phone number and address, and we will. Give get those meals delivered to you Thanksgiving Day between the hours of 9 a.m. until about 1030 a.m. So you must be home to receive your meal.
0: Volunteers are needed on both Thanksgiving Day and the Wednesday before. If you're interested in volunteering, you can call Debbie at 406-945-2833. The event will be held in the 5th St. Jude Thaddeus Parish Center located at 440 7th Avenue in Haver from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. on Thursday, November 24th. U.S. Senator Steve Daines was recently elected as chairman of the National Republican Senatorial Committee for the 118th Congress. The NRSC acts as the official campaign organization for Republican senators with a mission to aid in the support and election of Republican Senate candidates across the nation. November is Native American Heritage Month. It originated when George H.W. Bush signed a congressional joint resolution establishing the month and called upon governments, interested groups, organizations, and the people of the United States to observe the month. Every subsequent president has affirmed the proclamation. A few interesting facts about Montana Native American history that you may not know are as follows. Montana is home to one of the largest collections of pictographs and petroglyphs anywhere in North America. There is a site called Bear Gulch near Lewistown that has over 1,200 distinct features, some of which are approximately 2,000 years old. Montana is also home to the largest collection of Clovis artifacts in the world. The Clovis culture is a prehistoric culture named for distinct stone and bone tools. The artifacts were found in Montana's Shield Valley in the 1960s, along with fossilized bones of a small child estimated to be about 12,500 years old. The site has helped to shape Shape our understandings of the first Montanans as well as American Indians as a whole. U.S. Attorney Jesse Laszlovic recently announced a grant of nearly $105 million from the Department of Justice Office of Justice Programs to help protect children from exploitation, abuse, and trauma. Of those funds, nearly $347,000 was awarded to the Montana Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force. This money is focused for use on helping to maintain, improve, and expand effectiveness in stopping investigating and prosecution of perpetrators of internet and technological crimes committed against children. The grant to the Montana ICAC Task Force is being administered through the Montana Department of Justice as part of the regular end-of-fiscal-year cycle. In addition to investigations into technological crimes against children, the task force also provides educational programs for law enforcement teachers, parents, and kids, aids in investigation and forensic examinations, as well as assists in prosecutions, and takes part in national coordinated efforts. Now, let's turn it over to Jeremy Powers for your weekend sports update. <music>
2: Oh you hear that? That is the song of champions. That is the song of the Big Sandy Pioneers who defeated Broadview Levina in the six-man state football championship to take home a state title. After losing in three straight semifinals, the Pioneers overcame all of that with 450 total yards of offense averaging almost 10 yards per play and forcing six pirate turnovers to get the state title. Head coach of the Pioneers, Mr. Larry Jabby is a man that knows defeat from the previous three seasons, but here he got the victory, and here is a live reaction for him just after the game. Quarterback of the Pioneers, Mr. Braden Klein, is another man who was with his head coach through the three defeats, but he did not let this opportunity pass him by lightly. He threw for 231 yards and six touchdowns. Let's hear from Mr. Klein. And wide receiver for the Pioneers, Mr. Lane DeMotny, came out big with two catches for 54 yards, averaging 27 yards a catch, and hauled in a touchdown. After another teammate went down, Lane knew he had to step up, and he is not expecting this state title train to slow down anytime soon. Senior linebacker for the Pioneers, Rusty Gasfoda played his final game and reflects and talks about what this championship means to him. In a previous interview during the week leading up to the game, head coach Larry Jappy said with the cold weather they plan on running the ball more. Well, that could not have been more from the truth as Pioneers quarterback Braden Klein threw for 231 yards and six touchdowns in what was an amazing game. The coach wasn't completely fooling the media though, as running back Cooper Taylor ran for 168 yards and three touchdowns himself. Then the wide receiver trio of Lance Rutledge with 112 yards and two touchdowns, Braden Klein with 56 yards and one touchdown, and Rusty Gasfoto with nine yards for one touchdown helped make life easy on their quarterback to top it off the defense held broadview lavina to almost half their total yardage with 237 and forced those six turnovers we mentioned earlier it was a long road for the pioneers but the undefeated season is complete congratulations to larry jappy and the big sandy pioneers on a fantastic championship
0: season let's take a look at funeral notices kayla j nalt 34, passed away due to natural causes on Friday, November 18th, 2022 at her residence. Wake services will begin at 4 p.m. on Saturday, November 19th, 2022, and will continue until her funeral service, which will be at 10 a.m. on Monday, November 21st, 2022, all at our Savior's Lutheran Church. Burial will follow in the Box Elder Cemetery. Please visit Kayla's online memorial page to send a card or leave a message of condolence for her family at www.hollandbonine.com. William J. Bill Hedges, 90, passed away due to natural causes on Thursday, November 17, 2022, at Missouri River Medical Center. A vigil service will begin at 6 p.m. on Sunday, November 27, 2022, at Holland and Bonine Funeral Home, St. Jude Thaddeus Catholic Church, and Mass will be held at 11 a.m. on Monday, November 28, 2022, at St. Jude Thaddeus Catholic Church. Burial will follow in Highland Cemetery. Bill's family has requested that memorial donations be made to St. Jude Children's Hospital, St. Jude Thaddeus Catholic Parish, or the charity of the donor's choice. Please visit Bill's online memorial page to send a card or leave a message of condolence for his family at www.hollandbonine.com. Lanay Norman Caparud, 71, of Guildford, passed away unexpectedly on October 28, 2022. His family, friends, and community are shocked and deeply saddened by his passing. The family would like to invite all who loved Lanay to his gravesite service at the Hingham Cemetery at 11 a.m. on November 21st, followed by the memorial service at the Haver Lutheran Church at 2 p.m. Those who wish to send flowers or other acts of kindness, please direct those to the First Lutheran Church in Haver. If you cannot attend but wish to share a story about Lene, please send a note to P.O. Box 192, Guildford, Montana 59525. Eugene A. Gene Meldrum, 88 passed away due to natural causes at Northern Montana Care Center on Wednesday, November 9th, 2022. Cremation has taken place and memorial services will be held at 11 a.m. on Wednesday, November 30th, 2022 at Fifth Avenue Christian Church. Burial will take place in the Joplin Cemetery next spring. Please visit Gene's online memorial page to send a card or leave a message of condolence for his family at www.hollandbonine.com. Now, let's get a final recap of that Weather Command forecast. Today, partly cloudy, highs 30 to 35, west winds 10 to 15 miles per hour. Tonight, mostly cloudy in the evening, then becoming partly cloudy, lows 10 to 15, southwest winds 5 to 15 miles per hour. Monday, partly cloudy, highs 30 to 35, southwest winds 10 to 15 miles per hour. Monday night, mostly clear, lows 15 to 20, southwest winds 10 to 15 miles per hour. Tuesday, breezy, partly cloudy, highs 35 to 40, southwest winds 10 to 15 miles per hour, increasing to 15 to 25 miles per hour in the afternoon. Tuesday night, breezy, partly cloudy with a 20% chance of rain and snow. Lows around 25. Wednesday, breezy, mostly cloudy with a 30% chance of rain and snow. Highs around 40. Wednesday night, colder, partly cloudy, lows 15 to 20. Thanksgiving Day and Thursday night. Breezy, mostly cloudy, highs around 40, lows 25 to 30. Friday and Friday night, breezy, partly cloudy, highs 45 to 50, lows 25 to 30. Saturday, breezy, mostly cloudy, highs around 45. And that wraps up your Sunday edition of Montana at Noon. I'm Eric Gray. Thanks for listening, and remember that seven days a week, we are your source for news and information, KOJM, KPQX, and HighlineToday.com. I hope you all have a great rest of your weekend, and I'll see you here next time for Montana at Noon.